probably know the scenario. It could be an online meeting, or perhaps you're seated around a boardroom table. The meeting leader asks everyone to briefly introduce themselves, to talk about their background. Suddenly, your brain goes into hyperdrive. What should I say? Should I try to say something clever? How long should I talk? And then you realize you're not even listening to one word that anyone else is sharing. When's it going to be your turn? Three, two, Oh, it's my one, turn! Go! Hi there, I'm Andrea. So nice to meet you. My expertise, my passion is communication. I'm the founder of Talk About Talk, a learning platform focused on communication skills, where I coach ambitious executives to catapult their careers by improving their communication skills and their confidence. I earned my doctoral degree from Harvard Business School, where my dissertation focused on consumer psychology, interpersonal communication, and word of mouth. Yes, I'm obsessed with communication. It's so nice to meet you all. I can't wait to learn more about you, and I'm really excited to talk about introductions. Let's do this. Let's talk about talk. How's that for an introduction? Greetings and welcome to Talk About Talk, episode number 86, focusing on introductions. I'm your communication coach, Dr. Andrea Wojnicki. Please call me Andrea, and I'm so delighted you're here. Whether you are that ambitious executive, as I said in the introduction, or perhaps you have a growth mindset, or maybe both. If this sounds like you, well, then you're in the right place. I hope you'll check out the talkabouttalk.com website, where you'll find online courses, tip sheets, corporate workshops, one-on-one coaching, the archive of this bi-weekly podcast, and the free weekly communication skills training newsletter. As I said, in this episode, we're focusing on introductions. This is the first of two episodes focused on introductions. In this episode, number 86, we focus on how to introduce yourself. In the next episode, number 87, you'll learn how to introduce someone else. So, for example, if you're introducing someone to a group, or if someone's making a keynote presentation and you're introducing them to the audience. And you'll also learn in that episode how to elegantly and effectively introduce two people to each other. You know, when you're introducing two people online, or maybe at a cocktail party or a dinner party. For all of these contexts, I'm going to provide you with do's and don'ts. And I'm even going to help you with a little bit of scripting. You'll be a pro at introductions after these two episodes, I promise. And we all know introductions are important, right? You know what they say. You never get a second chance to make a first impression. And a first impression is a lasting impression. Yep, those are cliches. But cliches exist for a reason. It is true. An effective introduction can help you immensely. An ineffective introduction can leave a lasting negative impression. But the good news is, this skill, making introductions, can certainly be learned. That's why we're here. So let's get into this. As always, you don't need to take notes because I do that for you. I'll briefly summarize everything for you at the end of this episode, and you can always access the printable episode show notes on the talkabouttalk.com website. So just keep doing whatever you're doing, driving or walking or housework or whatever. Perhaps you're chilling out on the couch. Regardless of what you're doing, you don't need to take notes because I do that for you. Are you ready? Let me start with this. There is a reason why many of our meetings start with round table or these days round screen introductions. Introductions, all else equal, are a very good thing. 
Why? Well, there's a few reasons. Of course, it helps if everyone knows each other's names and affiliations, right? We can be more productive when we know more about other people. Secondly, thinking back to those cliches about first impressions, introductions provide you with the chance to make a positive first impression. We talk a lot about personal branding here at Talk About Talk. Introducing yourself is, simply put, the ideal opportunity to establish that personal brand in a way that you control. You're explicitly telling people exactly what you want them to know about you. And third, introductions also get everyone warmed up to participate in meetings. There are a couple of interesting reasons why this is the case. So for example, we know that people pay attention when they hear their name. Our name is said to be our number one favorite word in any language. And we're more likely to use people's names if introductions are made. And furthermore, research shows that when people are interactive, specifically when they talk early in a meeting, they're more likely to stay engaged for the duration of that meeting. So if you're running a meeting, try to make it your default to kick it off with introductions. Now, of course, this will depend on the number of people and how well they already know each other. But kicking off a meeting with introductions will keep people more engaged for the entire meeting. Okay, so we get it. Introductions are important. They provide you with an opportunity to get to know people, to share information about yourself, to share your personal brand, and to make a positive impression. That all said, I don't know about you, but I've been talking to a lot of executives lately who truly, really dread this introduction scenario. Let's take a moment to briefly introduce ourselves. I'll go first. And your head starts spinning. So for example, I've heard plenty of stories about people getting tongue-tied when they're introducing themselves. Maybe this has even happened to you. I've also heard many, many stories about people getting distracted by that guy. You know who I'm talking about. That guy whose self-introduction lasts over 10 minutes. What the heck is he thinking? There are 10 people here. We have an ambitious agenda. The meeting is 60 minutes long and he just talked about himself for 10 minutes? Did he do the math? Maybe not. Or maybe he just thinks he's that important. It's selfish. It's distracting. It's annoying. And it's counterproductive. Am I right? And... I've also heard stories from people regretting when they introduce themselves that they either say too much or maybe they say too little. They missed an opportunity to mention something that, in retrospect, they wish they'd mentioned. Does any of this sound familiar? Ugh, honestly, I've been there too. Trust me. But I've also learned some tips and a really Giant, effective beautiful, script or massive, actually a framework the biggest that I promise is going to help you. Okay, so this framework. I'm really excited to share this with you. This framework is deceptively simple and it works. It's three points, so it's also very easy to remember. Are you ready? It's present, past, future. So it's not a script. It's a framework. You will not sound scripted. You can customize this depending on your context. You just need to fill in three things. Present, past, future. You may have noticed that this is not quite chronological. Did you catch that? It's not past, present, future. No, it's present. You start with a present statement, then the past, then the future. So start with a present tense statement to introduce yourself. Something like, 
<clears throat> Excellent. Hi, I'm Andrea Wojnicki, and I'm a communication coach at Talk About Talk. My expertise, my passion, is communication. So what you're doing there is you're establishing something about yourself in the present tense. Of course, whatever that sentence is will vary depending on the context and the audience around you. We'll get into that in a minute. The second point in this framework is past tense. Here's where you can add one or two or maybe three points that provide people with relevant context. Or maybe these points can help you establish credibility with an audience. For example, for me, depending on the context, these points could include, first of all, how I started Talk About Talk three years ago. It could also include the fact that I earned my doctorate from Harvard Business School, where my dissertation research focused on interpersonal communication. And then, depending on the context, I could talk about other work experience I've had, or maybe something personal, like the fact that I'm an extreme extrovert, or a hobby, my hobby of painting, or maybe something about my family. So this second point, the past, is about relevant context and establishing credibility. So we've got present, past, and the third point in this framework is future-oriented. Typically, and perhaps ideally, it's the immediate future. So for example, if you're in a meeting, you could express your enthusiasm for whatever the meeting is about. Or if you're kicking off a new project or engagement with a new team, you could talk about how excited you are, or you could talk about your goals for the project. If you're in a job interview, you could say, I'm really excited about opportunities at this firm, and I'm eager to learn more. Or if you're hosting a podcast episode, you could mention why you're excited about this topic and what the listeners will learn. So you close your introduction with a brief, relevant future statement. And ideally, it's an expression of enthusiasm. You'll hear that term again in a few minutes. Expression of enthusiasm. And that is it for the script or the framework for how to introduce yourself. Elegantly simple. The next time you're in a meeting and everyone's asked to introduce themselves, just think present, past, future, and then fill in the blanks. I promise you it works. Please, please, please email me at andrea at talkabouttalk.com and tell me how it goes. Of course, the content or the words that we say within that framework and how we say it will make a big difference. So I have four specific suggestions to keep in mind when you're introducing yourself. Here they are. Enthusiasm, context, precision, and personal branding. Let me take you through these one by one. First, enthusiasm. This is an easy place to start. Here's what you do. The self-introduction start going around the table or around the screen, and you remind yourself of the present, past, future framework. Then you smile. Not only will this release endorphins in your own blood, but it will also signal enthusiasm. And the research shows that expressions of enthusiasm lead to positive outcomes. Thanks to my friend, negotiations expert, Tatiana Astray for that one. So start with a smile and eye contact. Be enthusiastic. If you're not really sure what to say first, my suggestion is you start with your passion. What are you obsessed with? What's your expertise? What are you enthusiastic about? I sometimes use the word passion. I'll say something like, I'm Andrea and my expertise, my passion is communication. And then, just as I mentioned, you can end your self-introduction with your enthusiasm for what's coming up next, your future statement. It could be your enthusiasm for a meeting, a project, an engagement, 
the topic of a podcast episode, whatever. Got it? Okay, the first tip is be enthusiastic. The second tip is to consider your context. Consider your audience. Be empathetic. Consider what's important or relevant to them and what they might care about. Think of this as filtering what you say, depending on the person and the context. You probably have a lot of things that you could share about yourself. And as my friend Tom Meganson, the advertising copy strategist that I met on LinkedIn suggests, filter, yes, filter what you share about yourself based on the context. It's not about changing who you are. It's about filtering what parts of your identity are relevant for this context. I love that. So now we've covered enthusiasm and context. The third tip for introducing yourself, precision, as in keep it short. Keeping it short is relative though, right? But here's the insight. Shorter is better. Are you afraid that they might want more? Well, let them ask questions. Or you could say, I'm happy to talk more about this, but let's move on to the next person. No one ever criticized someone for making their introduction too brief. Think, here's the top line. If they have a follow-up question, they'll ask. The alternative is you being too verbose. And those who take up way more than their fair share of airtime talking about themselves, ugh, keep it short and precise. There'll be lots of opportunities for more detail later. So that's the third tip, keep it short. We need to be enthusiastic, we need to consider our context or our audience, and we need to keep it short. The fourth and last tip, it's about leveraging your personal brand. Here's the thing, many of us dread the round screen or round table introductions. But here's the insight. This is a rare and valuable opportunity for you to create or reinforce what you want people around you to know, your personal brand. So when the meeting leader suggests that everyone introduce themselves, instead of dreading this, ask yourself, what part of my personal brand do I want to communicate? So much of our personal brand is communicated implicitly. This is your chance to say the words that you want people to remember about you. So ask yourself, what expertise or experiences or credentials do you want people to know and remember about you? It turns out that being asked to introduce yourself is really not something to dread. It's actually the opportunity for you to communicate the precise things that you want the people in the room to know about you. And you can be very strategic and purposeful about this. So I hope that's clear. The fourth insight or tip is to leverage your personal brand when you're introducing yourself. Okay, so that's it for the first episode on introductions and how to introduce yourself. We have the three-point framework for how to introduce yourself. Do you remember what it is? Present, past, and future. And then we have the four tips to keep in mind. Enthusiasm, context, precision, and your personal brand. Here's my sincere hope what I'm really hoping you're going to get out of this. The next time you're in a meeting and someone says, let's go around the table and introduce ourselves, you are not going to dread it. But instead, you're going to think of this fantastic opportunity to share your personal brand. So take a slow, deep breath and think present, past, future. Then smile and demonstrate enthusiasm. You got this. Okay. I hope you let me know how it goes. Please email me, as I said, at andrea at talkabouttalk.com. Or you can go to the talkabouttalk.com website, click on contact and send me a message there. 
While you're on the website, I really hope you'll sign up for the Talk About Talk newsletter. This is your chance to get free communication skills coaching from me every week in a simple to digest weekly email. Just go to talkabouttalk.com to sign up or email me directly and I'll add you to the list. You can email me anytime at andrea at talkabouttalk.com. I'd love to talk. Thanks for listening and talk soon. Talk soon.